today on Mob Rules. We talk about LVO. We we pretty yeah we talk about LVO. That's about it. Actually. Uh, that's, yeah. that's about all, it. Right. Uh, all that and, and not, not much, much else on, on episode forty three of Mob Rules. Welcome to Mob Rules, episode 43. Well, I am John, joined John. always by... Dave. Dave. Well, we're going to be joined later oh, by okay. Dave. All right. You are Ted. I'm Ted. You're Ted. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no Phil this week as we are oh. live from Las AIDS. Vegas, but what happens in but Vegas really. stays in Vegas and all of oh. our recording go lost. Oh. Um, but luckily, uh, Dave, mm-hmm. uh, he is the fantastic shoutcaster for Frontline Gaming. Yeah. Um, had a grueling weekend with nine rounds of 40K. Mm-hmm. Uh, will be joining us live via Skype. Yay, Skype. To talk again after we made him talk on yeah. sun, last sunday Gosh, about I, stuff. I feel so embarrassed like so this is literally the third time we recorded that with him yeah so, so we recorded <sighs> the first 40 minutes i think the first time uh no well maybe the first time i don't remember how far we got into it before. we go pretty far I don't think the first time we did it. The second time we did it. Okay. The second time we actually recorded the entire episode, and then the recorder decided that it wasn't going to save it, which I think is a setting thing. It's really weird. Yeah. It's, it's what anyway. happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, no, that's it. So we're, we're back from Las yeah. Vegas. We were rested. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly. Mostly rested. Yeah. Uh, for the people who came up and said hi to us over the Vegas weekend, uh-huh. thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, sorry well, if I was rude. Me, but... <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I didn't mean to be. Don't be that way. Um, yeah, I, I shouldn't be me. Mm-hmm. Um, I owe you a, a awkward hug what next was the time thing? I meet. Oh, dude, I forget. Oh, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah, he, told, even told, worse he told me his name too, so I... Yeah. I'm, I'm, Please send me a message. Sorry, Dale. Send me Steve. a message, and I will name a space marine Rick. after you in our next yeah. skit. Yeah, that, uh, that I do. And yeah. that seems fair. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but you were getting your your dick stomped on by. I uh, was getting my dick stomped on. Midget um, Austrian. Yeah. And we go more into kind of the, the LVO strippers. stuff and yeah. the Vegas stuff in general. Talking right. to Dave. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great weekend, and, and mm-hmm. we are back. Uh, the shitload of new Eldar stuff came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited for it. We'll go into that in later episodes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's about it. Ted. Tella, man. Tella. You've been like hella like, hobbying, haven't you? Lately? I mean, hella hobbying. Uh, unemployment suits me. Oh, um, so nice. Yeah. So, so far this week, I've started two Warp Hunters, a uh, uh-huh. Wraith Knight. I finished the Avatar of a Nid. Oh, yeah. um, I, I started 20 scat bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of getting ready for the, kind of the big competitive tournament. Oh, and uh, Battlezone Ursa, yeah, yeah, Alaska, our big gaming convention that we have up here that I've been uh, voluntold that <laughs> I'm running here. Uh, we we did the walkthrough of the hall on uh, last Friday. Really? Yeah, it was super cool. So Is we it walked, the same place. Uh, it's no, it's at the Eagan Center this year. Oh, okay, uh, we have oh, a cool. bigger space, much much cooler. We have a bigger space, and, mm-hmm. and like I texted you, Tad. Yeah, yeah. I saw the layout. I'm like, hey man. Can we fit like a nine foot by nine foot square oh, in this corner here? Adepticus, Titanicus. Yeah, so we can run the Titanicus because honestly, it looked super cool when you ran mm. out of the Battle Brothers last yeah. year. And you have all of that terrain. Which is sitting in my closet. 
Uh, Barely, so, actually. So, it's in the garage, in the closet, in the living yeah. room. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I'm very excited that we can bring that in there. Mm. And I'm actually we're going to try and reach out to uh, to the organizer of uh, Battle Brothers from last year mm. and see if he wants to run his giant X-Wing event there as well. Oh, cool. Uh, and yeah. see if he wants to kind of collect for, for his, yeah. his causes and things like that, which would be super Good. cool. Good. Yeah. I think he's still I, – I asked him uh, a couple days ago if he was going to do AKBB, and I think like some things are in the air. So that might I don't know, but yeah. he, he might be happy to yeah to well, like merge said, the two. We're, well, and then even not merging, because I know he likes to keep his, like mm-hmm. his stuff there, just kind of giving him the opportunity to kind of raise raise cash, because I know those, mm-hmm. those causes that he raises for are very important to him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so we're 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 back from LVO. Yeah. I'm bursting full of ideas for 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 my little convention and credit card bills and credit bursting card bills. Oh yeah, everywhere <laughs> strip club credit card oh, bills. Geez. Did you know? No, in I Las know. Vegas, Nevada. What? When you go for a three-song private dance at a strip club? Oh shit! Um, not only damn does it cost a hundred dollars for the dance. Uh huh. You have to buy yourself and the girl a drink, which okay. costs twenty-five dollars a drink. Oh. Uh, you're expected to tip the girl on, on top of that. So 150 plus dollars. Okay, so then you tip the girl, and then when is they that re- tipped on the hundred dollars or the twenty five dollars on on the hundred dollars? Okay, so that's roughly twenty bucks. Yeah, about twenty bucks. So you're looking at like one seventy. Um, yeah, and then so when the when the very nice suited giant bouncer comes back with your credit card, uh, uh they not only take a photocopy of your ID, they take a thumbprint <gasps> from you as well. Weird, big brother. So yeah, they take a thumbprint. That way, mm-hmm. you can't go home to your mad wife and be like, "Oh, I didn't even go. That wasn't even me." <laughs> yeah, and they let you know. So we went to the Sapphire. Uh, Lounge. So uh, dwarven autistic strippers. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> no. So we went to the the Sapphire Lounge, which uh-huh. is there was like literally like 150 to 200 girls there. It was like crazy. Wow. Um, but they were like, now this is the big roller one, isn't it? Yeah. Is this it, like the biggest one. Yeah, yeah, it was. And we shouldn't have gone okay. there, but but. Um, yeah. The, the the guy was like, hey, don't worry. It shows up in your credit card statement as Sapphire Restaurant. And I'm like, oh, that totally doesn't make it sound like a strip club at all. Wow. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm paying that much at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was fun times. Vegas, baby. Beers. Got to do it once. <laughs> Sorry, hey, man. I had permission. I wasn't the one to go in trouble. Yeah. yeah that's a different story. <laughs> that's, that's an all fair right. thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. so so Vegas was good. We're back. Yeah. Uh, I want to apologize. We're we're like I said, we're about a week late, but yeah, uh, yeah it happens. We're free. Yeah. You get your yeah. refund. Yeah. Get your bitching. <laughs> there was a great independent characters that came out in the in between. So you know. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. Good. Everyone's happy. Make nice. sure they release a day early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So so it's uh, about all I have to say. Yeah. Oh, let's uh let's let's pull Dave on and yeah. let's talk some Vegas. All right. Vegas baby. Uh, dialing noises. Ring, 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 ring. There we go. So I think we're. Hello, Dave. Hello, number six. Dave. Well, hello. hello. Whoa. We're gonna we're gonna pot you up a little bit. Yeah. How are you, Dave? He's in technical terms. <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing uh, well. Do you hear us okay? Doing lusciously. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds pretty good. It's a little yeah. little choppy, but not too bad. Yeah, yeah. It's because we're not wearing underpants. We're doing it on purpose. <laughs> I specifically asked Ted to wear underpants. <laughs> Just because you're on Skype doesn't mean he is. <laughs> <laughs> I like your dogs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how you doing, Dave? <laughs> I'm doing good, sure. Uh, yeah. Had a nice day of work. Yeah. Home. Yeah. So how's your first day ba- or your first a week back into the grind? Into, oh. into reality. <laughs> into reality. It's, <laughs> it's just normal, dude. 
when you're at a, you know, when you're in 40 plus, you're kind of on a autopilot for the most part. Oh, okay. So you're done with dreams. You know I mean? You're done with uh, the residual, the the messy cleanup of, of uh, Las Vegas and all that. Oh, I was pretty, <laughs> my, mine was pretty easy, man. I didn't have too much going on. I didn't party too hard. It was just uh, right back into work. Oh, cool. Well, I think we, we have here Dave uh, with us, the, the second most recognizable voice from Frontline Gaming. Uh, uh, this uh, is our most frequent guest this <laughs> in the last week. Yeah. Uh, this will be our third attempt to recording this, uh, proving the old adage, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, frustratingly true. Oh, man. As, yeah, we... we our technology died. <laughs> we, we did not say the right prayers. We did not bless yeah. the machine spirits. Uh, the squiggle oil was not plentiful. <laughs> no, we uh, kicked poor Dave out of his apartment. No, this Dave. The other, other Dave. Dave. Yeah. yeah, the other white Dave. <laughs> it's a popular name. That, 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 that's right. That's right. Biblical and all. Uh, but yeah, we're 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 all here to talk again about our our LVO experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to be amazing. We're going to keep it fresh and new <laughs> <laughs> for for uh, well for for you guys. It'll sound fresh and new, yeah. maybe. Uh, yeah. ho- hopefully, oh, it won't be all tired. Um, but yeah, uh, essentially, the three of us came together here. We had three very different Vegas experiences at at LVO. Yeah. Um, Ted, of course, took part in the narrative and did a whole bunch of painting classes there, yeah. looking up his skill level. I took part in the friendly. And drank heavily and gambled. Mm. And then Dave uh, shoutcasted the entire uh, 40K GT. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the biggest GT uh, for Warhammer 40K that there's ever been with about 400 people showing up. And only about 220 <laughs> of them had Riptide Wings. So, so wow. it was refreshing to <laughs> see. You know, I don't think that's an exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, it's it's only like i'm back from the friendly now so i'm, I'm getting back in the competitive mindset uh-huh. uh, and it's complete coincidence that i actually have uh bartered my way to a riptide wing how do you really <laughs> yeah what do you mean coincidence like I, this doesn't sound like a good coincidence oh, well no so, so playing aldar as i do yeah. you know you know obviously completely underpowered book uh-huh. uh nothing to show yeah. for it right, right. um it's, it's right under orcs right 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 under orcs in power <laughs> level <Chaos> space <laughs> um <laughs> But I was uh, Skyhammer has been causing me no end of problems, mm-hmm. and I really just I want to punch Skyhammer in the face. Uh, so I was like, "Well, yeah. where do I get a really good source of cheap interceptor?" And mm. uh, hmm. this doesn't sound like a coincidence at all, bro. Huh. <laughs> I wonder if there was a formation that's around six hundred points I can slot in that'll give me ridiculous amounts of interceptor fire. <laughs> I think you can find it at the same spot 256 other people at the LVO. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's Orc Ludas with Cotillas, uh, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the difference between rolling a six and a five. <laughs> man, I wish Cotillas could go in with Orc Ludas. That thing would be disgusting. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah anyway. great again. But anyway, seeing seeing as you know, let, let's play along. We're, we're still in Vegas, obviously. We're not hey. we're not back home, so a week later, uh, definitely not that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted, why don't you tell me a little bit about your experiences with the Las Vegas Open? Uh, Las Vegas Open was pretty, pretty not, great. Not the dart, not the other not, side, not the dart tournament <laughs> no. that comes up when I Google Las Vegas Open. Oh, but, really? Yeah. Does this have to do oh, with my. midgets? Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it was really professional. I was really impressed with how. Prof- uh, how how streamlined everything was and how everything just seemed to go off without a hitch. So 
uh of course i was kind of like i was trailing reese and frankie and all those guys like you know trying to like not quite listen in but i was just kind of like watching i i was floating around a lot and uh so i saw them constantly changing things up and adjusting the dials and everything else so i'm sure it wasn't exactly as streamlined as i felt but it was that was pretty awesome i mean has volunteers will adjust <laughs> uh, well, they've been doing it for a couple of years now. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think if it, they're pretty much become convention pros, I think, when it comes to tabletop oh, yeah. board gaming. Oh, that's right. They got, like, what, the Barry Open they run as well? Yep, yep, yep. A couple others. What else do they run? Well, you know, they don't run, I don't think, too much anymore, but those are those are just standard tournaments. You know, oh, this, okay. is, this is a convention. It's a yeah. whole different ball of wax. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think, you know, no visible uh issues arose the whole weekend mm-hmm. which you know i'm sure there was a ton behind the scenes but <laughs> sure. but nothing visible yeah. happened so, at all that was really cool um you know I, uh, the painting classes were a lot of fun uh i i learned quite a bit uh ran into some other alaskans that were there so i, I think i ran into more alaskans there than adepticon so that was that was kind of neat we're staying to the west coast uh well who wants to go to chicago <laughs> i know <laughs> schomburg nonetheless <laughs> what the hell's a schomburg <laughs> but well technically you're part of the west coast crew you're just a little removed from what people would normally consider the we're, we're, we're like the west coast second cousin <laughs> the hot Step second cousin it just means we can marry california no <laughs> uh, so yeah that was that was that was kind of it uh it was neat meeting a lot of people there was a you know they had like the uh the vendor hall was kind of a light version of it but they had like all the heavy hitters you know we, i think we had uh, what is it green man designs um oh the green stuff people were there um and i got the the tentacle maker thing oh <laughs> yeah pretty stoked about that i've been eyeballing that i actually had that the uh their website saved on my phone for the last year i was like man i wait really should minute, buy one of these what's that you you got the tentacle maker yeah <laughs> those guys were there yes yeah. <laughs> did you miss it dang i worked too much man. Oh, <laughs> I the tentacle maker. dude volunteering sucks don't do it <laughs> it's the worst i'll i'll share my tentacle maker with you <laughs> yeah next time i'm in a Alaska, I'll just drop by. We can have a tentacle night. Oh man, that's that that's the start of so many hand ties. <laughs> we'll make tentacles for our snuggies. Oh man, <laughs> paint Ten- each other's nails. Tentacle snuggie will not be the name of this episode. <laughs> oh really? So, <laughs> so Dave, you have a very unique kind of perspective of the whole weekend. Being is it that you spent ninety percent of it watching kind of some top level forty k being played? So kind of what was your weekend like there at the old LVO? Well, you know it's it's a uh, it's work. I mean, but I think I get a really cool perspective. I mean, uh, I'm a garage hammer guy, right? I don't yeah. I don't play hardcore tournament lists, and we've just gone to a couple tournaments, me and some of my friends, and and so to watch these. Uh, these guys, these these masters of the game, mm-hmm. you know, they get out there and and they always have dice in their hand. <laughs> you know, there, there's no there's no breaks, there's no pause. You're watching uh, fantastic strategies uh, take place. That you know, I mean, they start right from the beginning when the guys get there with their armies. Mm-hmm. They're they're not talking smack, but they're definitely asking leading questions and defining terrain and the way they present it is basically the way they want the game to go. But there's like, you know, uh, you know, they lead questions to find out the way the other guy thinks. And it, it's it's interesting to watch. It's a lot of fun to watch. I, I'm really lucky. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting paid. I'm volunteering. But, man, I get, I get to see some good stuff, some good action. 
So uh, when last week when we went, you know, I, I tried to put my entire army into the biggest uh, box I could because I figured I, I could I could start the game from an advantage by intimidating my opponent with a very large box. Did you see other people <laughs> with very large boxes? <laughs> you know, uh, normally the smaller box the better. Oh, okay. uh, then you're like, oh man, it's how you use the box, I guess. <laughs> or it, it was Vegas. <laughs> It was Vegas. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know, uh, no, not so much that, but uh, just okay. just the verbal, the verbal sparring that goes on pregame. You know, uh, you know, it's friendly, it's polite, it's mm-hmm. they get lots of back rubs, but it's definitely leading questions. You know, they're they're trying to get into your brain already, and and uh, I noticed you you can see this on the threads too. Some of the top tournament guys always say that one of the keys is, you know, to speak with authority and kind of establish the fact that you're the pro, right? You know what you're talking about. Everything you say is law, you know? Mm. And uh, you you can do that a little bit, even at the very beginning by, you know, just pointing out terrain when the other person says, how do you want to define it? And instead of letting them do it, you, you know, you go around and say, well, we'll call this four up, we'll call this five up, anything behind this is five up. And right from the get-go, you take a leading role and basically how the game's going to be played so there's there's little tricks all the way through it is it's pretty cool it's it's the more polite peeing on the table <laughs> You're like, this table is mine this is what all the terrain is huh. are you okay with I, that did anybody do that uh <laughs> yes but it was it was off camera oh, okay. <laughs> and we had a volunteer place himself between the urinator and the table itself so a little lookout sir there yeah no 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 table a train was damaged in the process but it didn't matter if it had been because it's a fat mat and you just (laughs) ring it out it's a really good sales pitch right there being peed on now by sham wow you you can just see like you can see the one kid it was like okay gary i want to thank you for volunteering to help at lvo and i know we haven't got a position for you yet but we really appreciate you volunteering so what i need you to do you're on p watch i want you to make sure no one pees on the main table and yeah because like it's my time to shine especially on sunday it's a big p day <laughs> for the emperor oh. no but you know it is it is a cool spot to watch i get to yeah. basically hover without annoying uh these top guys and mm-hmm. it's kind of funny you become uh although i wasn't an official judge you be you become a de facto judge you know mm-hmm. they uh when the two guys need help and there's not a judge nearby they often just turn straight to you and, and you become that de facto guy so yeah, you get to you get to interact a little bit with them. You get to uh, and watch it all happen. And plus, it's just you know the armies up there are really cool. They're interesting builds, and uh, I get to interview the guys too, mm. right? Oh, that's awesome. And so yeah, and you know you get to you get to find out who painted what because some guys are just as much in the hobby at those top tables as they are. Really? In the game, so. See, yeah, I, I always figured the top table people can't paint, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the case. <laughs> that is not the case. Uh, man. See, that, that's what I tell myself why I don't get to the top table is that I like to paint. You're, you're too busy painting. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, admittedly, like some of them, you know, when the meta changes fast, the paint job does, you know, suffer a little uh, bit. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but you know, if the, the met, our meta that we have right now has been established, I think, for the last couple months at least, other than uh, pink horse. But. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even then, they were ruled on super quick where if you had a squad of pinks, you had to have exactly the number of blues and brims to go with it uh-huh. so like you're like oh so i need to find 20 blues and 40 brims like yesterday and of course <laughs> up until like i think 
the the day of the tournament they were not available separately so people use well, crew. Uh, who brought someone brought dryad heads as brimstone horse oh. i think that was uh, uh brett uh the tournament winner i think he actually oh. had dried heads that were painted yellow because their hair stands up yeah they so look pretty like decent. it was on fire oh okay um well i mean well, I mean, the birds like, themselves aren't like super huge detail. They're just like little specks of fire with a smile and two eyes. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's yeah I mean, it's kind of cool though. I mean, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was unique and fun. I like the idea of flaming heads mm. as a uh, brimstone horse. I thought it was, <laughs> the rule's cool. It works for me. It works for me. So, Dope. so, oh, uh, one piece oh. of uh, claim to fame that you oh. had, uh, you lent a, uh, a certain celebrity a tie, right? <laughs> and and they jacked it right they were supposed to bring it back and they didn't oh oh you know uh at the end of it all i found out he did he gave it to the frontline folks gave it to mariana uh-huh. and it's kind of my fault because i i built that early because i knew they'd be picking up train yeah. all day so oh okay. uh, but yeah fun. yeah so uh <laughs> so, so rob didn't jack your LVO, time <laughs> the last lvo I, I wore unique jackets like every day uh oh. they're like purple and orange and stuff like that <laughs> so uh this LVO, though, I decided to class it up a little bit, and I wanted bow ties and vests mm. for days. And uh, Rob, the shoutcaster for Games Workshop, who was doing Age of Sigmar all weekend, he kept saying, man, you know, you look sharp, you look sharp. And uh, <laughs> So finally on Sunday, I said, "I, you know, I have an extra bow tie that I'm not going to use. He's like, really, mate? Really? You know, <laughs> and sure enough, he wore that thing all day Sunday, and then uh, almost forgot to give it back to me but he gave it to uh, mariana so i'll, I'll get it from oh. frontline eventually so now your ip is in the uh games workshop ip so you could legally ask them to take it down if you copyright the look of that tie <laughs> i'm gonna send them a cease and desist yes order. yes uh, <laughs> oh, oh man Let, let's relive those dark days oh no you know yeah no kidding uh, those guys they were awesome they were so friendly so yeah. outgoing and here they are working for the company that uh, I think anyone who plays any kind of GW product kind of dreams of having that kind of job. But they were just oh, everybody who worked for their team was just fantastic. The the tech guys, the IT, you know, everybody was friendly, talkative, and we we shared stories. They're they're good folks, good people. You know, this is the first major event that they've had this kind of involvement in uh, outside the UK, you know, the UK, and hell, I think even Small. including the UK in a, in a long time. Yeah. Um, they they did the Age of Sigmar there. Those uh, shoutcasters that they had for Games Workshop literally talked nonstop for what three days. Oh God, it was insane. Because yeah, yeah. they they cover the whole thing, right? They they go they they speak over the game. Their their players aren't mic'd up like the forty k players are, so they speak over the game the entire time. Now Age of Sigmar games don't normally go as long as a forty k game, okay. but yeah, I mean. Rob, that uh, their main guy, his voice was just sounded jacked every night. It sounded <laughs> horrible. Now, I don't know what he did overnight, whether he yeah. gargled salt water or, or took super call or something, but he yeah. was okay in the morning. Uh, virgin blood, virgin blood. So that's yeah. so always oh, the way yeah. to go, which is hard to find in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Las Vegas virgin is the same as Alaska virgin. It's, it's a lady with only one child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh well there there goes all of our listeners <laughs> for a lack of I, vegas <laughs> if you gain some who knows oh yeah uh, but yeah so so for my lvo um i i participated in the friendly tournament uh you know determined to the like, not so friendly tournament yeah well it was the the way i see it 
Yeah. Is you're not going to play pay all this money to go and take a scrub list down and just be like, oh, I have a, I got a CAD and uh-huh. I'm just going to do this and this. Uh, but it was more the attitude of the players, which was fantastic the whole weekend. Like I, I played four games. Uh, I won the first one. Uh, the the next two I won by a single dice roll. Uh, and both guys were awesome, and I got absolutely uh, like curb stomped on the fourth one, uh, just like absolutely yeah. destroyed. Um, but the, the the players the whole time were fantastic, and there was no like huge rules questions or debates or you know, hey man, what, what, why does that do that? And, you know, answer right away rather than just the judge mm. judge kind of thing, which I, I really appreciated there. Um, but yeah, I, I ran the foot door. I also had uh, one of our listeners come up and say hi. Uh, sorry if I was uh, a bit short. Uh, I was in the middle of getting my dick stomped. <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying to figure fun. out. Yeah. Uh, but he came Don't up. Hold on. Mr. Friendly. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to be able to take time to say hi to the fans. And uh, I think you guys specifically said on a podcast pre-LVO. Come on up and say hi. Yeah. You can cut that part out right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but no, uh, awesome guy. And again, thank you very much for coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a great experience the whole weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't complain. Like I said, there was no visible uh, issues going on. Forge World was there, which was my only visible issue oh. because I spent way <laughs> too much money there. See, like each time I think like we were talking about going there, I was like, all right, now it's 25% markup. Don't go. Don't go. Just wait. Order it online. Order it online. Of course, I went and spent like $300 at the Forge World table. Yeah, I think I spent that as well. <laughs> well Thank you. You got to get those event exclusives. Yeah. Where else are you going to get? A couple oh. Blood Bowl players for a team I don't play. And they had a buttload of exclusives, too. Yeah, like or, a- or a Chaos Sorcerer when I collect Imperials. <laughs> I think but they it's keep- such a cool model, man. Oh, man, it really is, yeah. I think they kind of keyed in on that. I remember last year they had, uh, it was like two uh, Heresy models, and that was all their event exclusives, but now they had like five or six. Yeah, the, the, well, they had the two Warlord heresy. Titan head, which is yeah. about 100 bucks, event exclusive. Uh, oh god! <laughs> yeah. um, they had a couple nighttime heads. They mm. had a couple Hobbit miniatures, which I was almost yeah. in on, which because they look really good. Oh, okay, uh, I don't play Hobbit though, so I was like, okay, I'm all, I'm good with only three miniatures I don't use. Um, <laughs> and a Chaos Dwarf from a that Sigmar, Chaos Dwarf though. looked amazing. <laughs> the blast from the past. Yeah, but then I don't have a Chaos Dwarf army, no. or sorry, uh, Dark Dwarden. <laughs> well, he buy like forty of those event exclusives, and you have one. <laughs> <laughs> we represent. Yeah, so, you know, I did buy the Sasquatch Wraith Knight, though. That, that was that was my one big splurge. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Is that the Skittles? The Scathinatch? The Scathinatch. <laughs> the Sasquatch, the Skittles Wraith Knight. Okay. Uh, the, the, the Forge World Wraith Knight, no one likes. Mm. So I, I got oh, that. Oh, my goodness. You're such a... Uh, <laughs> just hop on the bandwagon, friend. <laughs> Here it comes. Here comes the bandwagon. Hey, man. Friendly. Friendly's over. It's competitive season again. <laughs> <laughs> Go up oh, there and uh, spread the love to the people of Alaska. No. Yeah. By the way, have you not seen this yet? Watch. You can jump in it. Oh, no, no. Oh. Yeah, no crap. They've seen it before. I've played against it up here before. It's it's awful. Oh. Uh, as we talk about our friendly, I look over at my table over there and I see two warp hunters and a Skittles <laughs> Rake Knight and uh, uh, 20 scatterpikes. Um, yeah. Aww. But overall, I mean, even playing the friendly, it was still pretty competitive and a lot of fun, yeah? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was competitive. Like I said, it was to uh, me, it was kind of the attitude of the players there. They were just there to have fun and, and play some 40K games. No one really cared about winning or losing. Um, 
there were, I mean, there's some tense moments and stuff, especially when it kind of comes down to that. Like I said, I had two games uh, be decided by the very last ice mm. roll, and it's been a long, long time since I've had a 40k game like that. You know, that's was, awesome. Yeah. That, that sounds that's what we play for, right? That 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 moment. <laughs> I think my whole my favorite moment from the whole weekend was like I had a a Falcon grab tank holding one objective, and then mm. he had some space wolf bullshit holding another objective <laughs> and then i had like two fire dragons left in combat with some um the the what's the baby baby gray wolves called they're uh, blood claws oh okay blood claws. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so so i he killed everyone but one person in the squad and mm. i passed my leadership test and i didn't run away and that's the only reason i won that game because i managed to tie the primary <laughs> by not running away and i'm like oh seven or less on a dice now two dice never yeah. felt so good <laughs> So yeah, for kid for non space marine people, that's actually a scary role. Oh, <laughs> tell <laughs> me, I will know some fear. It's, it's crazy. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, even even uh, even volunteering, I could tell everybody was having a blast. You know, every time I walked around the hall at all, people were smiling, having a good time. Um, it was it was a uh, it doubled from last year. I mean, when when I really? went in twenty sixteen, we only had the big hall to the north and that hall was all 40k and a little bit of age of sigmar that whole bottom part of the uh the west side of the hall that was all added in this year and then the hobby classes and everything i, I hope oh, it keeps wow. going i think it's a lot of fun it's it's yeah. fun to see i just walk through ballets and you're like oh yeah that's 40k <laughs> that's 40k you that, know? that was that's so awesome time. to see like the casino floor with like all these old ladies and families and then like all the nerds and like the battle foam cases that was yeah. awesome. We represent that shit. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was cool. It was fun. I got to say one of my favorite memories from the whole weekend was uh, me Uh-oh. and one of the guys from Fairbanks. Oh, Eric, okay. Uh, we heard this screaming coming from the casino. So we find this old lady who's just like jumping, arms up in the air, screaming beside a slot machine. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I think she wants something. I'm going to go congratulate her. And then, so I go up and tap her on the shoulder. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, did you just win? She's like, yes. And I'm like, well, what'd you win? Like a thousand bucks or something? She's like, three thousand dollars. Like she's crying with happiness. Wow. So I gave her a high five and told her good job and went away. Felt good. Oh. Yeah. That was nice. That was a good memory. She didn't slip you a chip or nothing? No, no, nothing. I was really pissed off. I was like, you could at least give me a hundred. Come on, I'm nice now. <laughs> at least a kiss, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I got to get Still that action. sugar mama. You can't be a sugar mama with a three grand Vegas win. <laughs> well, you just validated her yeah. addiction. Yeah. <laughs> next line should be in. Where are we going next? <laughs> I have to say, well, I did stay at the hotel, so... Um, it was uh, it was a trip staying at the hotel, and then like you would get up in the morning, you would go downstairs to find some breakfast because it was like a third world hotel room with no mini fridge in it. Oh, um, but you would go downstairs, and the, the elevator doors would open, and it would just be it could be six a.m., it could be three p.m. It was just like lights, sound, people everywhere, and it was just yeah, it was very kind of unnerving to like oh okay, I'm somewhere to the point where like <laughs> I've been in hotels right. Mm-hmm. I just kind of throw on clothes and a hat, you know, so my hair's on a mess and not shower and go down and eat. Where I felt that I was like, okay, this is a proper public place now. I have to be presentable whenever I go down. Hmm. It, it was crazy. Vegas never sleeps, baby. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't no, no, it didn't. <laughs> oh, the other thing we did while we were there, we heckled the card vendors. And I think that was one of oh. my favorite things we did. Yeah. Um, if you've never been to Las Vegas, 
Hey, you mean the hardest working guys in Vegas? The guys standing on the street with the uh, happy-go-lucky cards looking at everybody? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the bullhorn. Oh, and yeah. the bullhorn. <laughs> so, so if you've never been to Vegas, if you, when you go along, kind of the, the main strip is kind of like this weird adult Disneyland of, of sound and lights and color. Capital A adult. Yeah, capital A adult. And, so, and you have these guys in the street handing out cards to, well, you know, strip clubs pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then like the first night we we're like, we we're very polite and we took the cards and we move along. Uh, and then the next night we were like, no, no, thank you. I have like literally <laughs> a suitcase full of cards. And then these people start getting aggressive to you. Yeah. So we'd say no. And they'd be like, well, you guys look like you ain't getting any pussy tonight. You might as well see some titties anyway. <laughs> I'm like, that was the guy with the bullhorn, wasn't it? <laughs> right. So wasn't I'm like, oh, Okay. So then we just started yelling stuff back at them. We're like, well, man, I, I like Dick. Are, are you on the menu there? And that, <laughs> and that shut him up real quick. <laughs> I wish well, I you know, that you're such a small and intimidating person. Oh, I know. I know. I know. He's just a small wafer of a man. Um, and I think then my other, one of my other favorite ones is we're walking along. And I almost cracked in this one. He's like, you guys want to go to the strip club tonight? And I'm like, no. He's like, are you sure we got midgets? <laughs> and i'm what? like oh don't don't break don't break you should have broke i wish we would have known each other better because back then you should have come and got me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but hey dave midget strippers no uh so then we start your wives can't get upset at that we, we start walking did, away did they at least have cards like cards of the midgets <laughs> like no, half cards no no <laughs> certainly not yeah so, i'm like i want proof right now before i i walk that extra mile and a half to take a gap i want proof that there's midgets there you're just suckering me you, in you, you, you know i don't have a drummer lined up but dave you have a small problem no oh. oh. uh, oh. but no so, so we started walking away still and then I swear to God, we had to keep someone walking with us because one of our group turned around to go back when he's like, they're autistic midgets. What? And I'm like, man, you're going all in on this sales pitch. Thinking we're just into some... How many autistic midgets are out there? And how many autistic midgets are strippers? I hey. mean, this is like... I don't know. You, you can't get more niche than that. Vegas, baby. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's, it's where it's at. Do they have like a breeding pool yeah. for them? Like, yeah. But yeah, so so yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. We uh, we feed well. the midget mothers lead so they have autistic babies. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> Spiral in the drain. So how about those Titans, man? Did you see those Titans in the thirty K? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, oh, my God. so so yeah, back on topic. Uh, the th- on <laughs> on the Sunday afternoon, I believe it was, they had an apocalypse game. Um, which took up about four to five tables, mm. but I got to see my first ever Warlord Titan, and that oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That thing is huge. Yeah. <laughs> like that too from Fantasy Island, man. That thing is uh that is a giant piece of work. Oh. We took a picture of it, me and the other day. I mean, it was just it was huge. I yeah. can't believe people buy that thing. Oh. I couldn't imagine, like, you know, the the structural integrity in order to keep that thing in in one piece, you know? <laughs> like, uh, my yeah, buddy, yeah. Uh, how many serfs and servitors are in that thing? Well, I was thinking just the resin, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, oh. there's that too. Because my buddy has a, um, he has a reaver, and he says he always has a hard time magnetizing it or kind of keeping it together because the thing is so heavy that they, uh, and, and they have, like, little uh, wafers kind of cut out to where you can put in big magnets for the arms uh, so you can swap them out. 
Um, because like last thing you want to do is like, ah, two volcano cannons. Shit, that's a lame the setup. Okay, I have to buy another reaver. <laughs> <laughs> Laser destroyers. You got one, you gotta have two. It's like Eldrakes, right? Yeah. yeah. Forge world's like, yes, right as planned. <laughs> but yeah, like trying to keep that, carry that thing, and then kind of keep it in one piece. Like that's got to be a grip. Yeah. Usually they don't glue them at the waist. Oh, okay. And, and then they kind of they they keep those two sections separate because yeah. when the warlord died. Uh, very quickly to an elder friend. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of a pair of legs left on the battlefield there. Uh, but yeah, that was it was an amazing looking game because literally every single super heavy uh, in the game was on that table. Mm. And, and not just on the table, but painted well. And I think yeah, that kind of goes into yeah. talking about the 30K event they had at LVO. So oh, okay. that's a smooth segue there. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa, nice. That's professional, man, right? you just conway like that. Like a pro. Oh, man. God, just so professional. Um <laughs> I have to say, there was like a 70-person tournament there for, for Warhammer 30,000. Okay. Uh, or Battles in the 30th Millennium or whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, no, Battles in the Age of Darkness. I think <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but like almost every single army there was beautiful. Very well mm-hmm. painted, very yeah. well modeled, individualized, without mm. almost exception. And it was, yeah. it was very surprising, honestly, to see kind of the level of quality coming from those tables. Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, that's like the elite of the elite. I don't, I don't know if I'd be surprised. I mean, they're already yeah. paying like time and again for the pieces that they're getting, and uh, well, you know, I, you don't, you don't like say wake up when you're like 22 and say, you know what, I'm going to start a forge world army. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, no, no, you got to go through the snap of it, black reach. You got to go on eBay and get your first, you know, work uh, <laughs> army before you realize it's not playable. Then you switch over oh. to something else. Man, that's it's like, just a fact. Sir. That's like it's literally just... my path back into the hobby in fifth, <laughs> fifth edition. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you fit. go into the four drill site and start ordering odd uh, hover jet bikes and weird stuff like mm. that. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's the advanced level stuff. You yeah. got to work your way up. There. Those are, those are older guys of money. When you're buying models that are body only, like <laughs> get the arms separate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no oh, hands, man. shit. Oh man, did, have you made that mistake uh, of ordering? What's that? Buying uh, body, body only? Body only? No, I, thankfully I knew, but it's still. I mean, I think it's like a testament to to that level, you know, like of intentionality to it. You know, you don't get like the kit with all the options. It's like, all right, here you go. You got exactly a dude with a shield and a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> did you just you're say wild. of intentionality? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Is that a real word? That was really cool. It is now. <laughs> Copyright 2017. And another pro move by the boys from Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so but no, yeah, you're totally right because uh, uh, I listen to 30K podcasts as well because I find them interesting. Their level of discussion is completely different. They'll be like, oh, yeah, you can't mix, you know, the Mark uh, three leg oh, with yeah. the Mark four and, oh, I'll totally call you out on that. You know, it's... Uh, it's different, but it's also unique and fascinating. It's so, like uh, people that get into Civil War mm-hmm. modeling, right? You know, they're they're creating exact units from the Civil War the way they were in real life, and, and I think 30K is almost taken to that level. Totally, yeah. I mean, it's definitely been described to me like as a historical game. Yeah. 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 But on that Mark Three, Mark Four thing, watch me, bitch. There, there's, <laughs> there, there's future historical precedent of mix and match armors. Yeah. Aww. So I was going <laughs> to... Better be traitor because they're running out, so they got to mix and match. Everybody else gonna, better have nerd. Well, the, the later on in the traders, because yeah, at first they did, you know, they had the mark. For- gonna push up my nerd glasses <laughs> and say that my legion was far from Terra at the time and couldn't be restocked. 
There you go. <laughs> no, really. The, the, those, well, I mean, and, and I agree with that as well because, okay, so with my, I have an Imperial Fist Legion, mm-hmm. and I, I have um, some Templar Brethren, mm-hmm. which have Mark Four legs, the plastic Mark Four legs. When really, per the torso, they should have Mark Three, which bugs me a little bit. <laughs> and now wow. I've got Phalanx Wardens who should have Mark Four legs, mm-hmm. but because I have a Burning and Prospero set, they have Mark Three. Mm. Oh. Which which bugs me way more than it should. <laughs> wow, <laughs> not not enough to change the legs over, uh, okay. admittedly, but yeah. <laughs> Yikes! So you know, uh, speaking of all these different tournaments and stuff like that, I have some breaking news. <gasps> Are you oh, pregnant? Oh my god! I, I don't even have a breaking news, Sam. Dave is pregnant. <laughs> de- 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 <laughs> all right, there's your breaking news. Sam. All right. So thanks. I actually. Uh, I contacted Best Coast Pairings the other day. Oh. Since we did LBO. Because mm-hmm. you know the ITC is looking to break up uh, their worldwide tournament circuit That's into right. regional markets, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. As, ex- we, uh, as exclusively talked about in the last podcast that didn't leave Vegas. Episode 33.5. Uh, but the three of us heard it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, so they were saying that they're looking for a release date to break everything up on like the 18th. So that's only a few days Really? Away. Yes. I do it on May 5th. That'd be a good day, May yeah, Day. That's my birthday. Yeah. yeah. Happy yeah. birthday. Oh, thanks. The <laughs> future. It's like, <laughs> happy what, what birthday, it, Ted. I think that's a terrible birthday present for you, Ted. I was like, what do you get for your birthday? Oh, they broke up the competitive scene into regional areas. Well, I got. But if Alaska is isolated by itself, then maybe it's good for Ted. Maybe he has a chance yeah. to get ranked or something. I, well, <laughs> I have to say, as of today. I have plans for this, by the way. As of today, yours truly ha- mm. has united the stores in Alaska mm. uh, for an Alaskan tournament. Circuit. Even Bosco's? Oh, awesome. So, so well, any stores free to fly, but I only contacted stores that run active tournaments on a monthly basis. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, so I have uh, f- all four of the stores that run events mm. up, up here on board. And all they're going to do is they're going to send me... My only ask is that they, they run ITC mm-hmm. because it's very easy to track. It's very fair yeah. and is constantly yeah. updated. Um, so they're, they're going to send me all of their data from their tournaments. And then I compile everything. Mm-hmm. And then at my mini event that, that we run, the Battles on Earth in September, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, that's going to be our little mini LVO. Okay. So, so yeah, that, I just got word from Homer and Fairbanks today that they're in as oh, well. Oh, cool. So yeah, look at you. You go down to the LVO, you get all inspired and fired up. Oh, you yeah. see all these people getting awards and prizes, and <gasps> there's so oh. much love, high fives, and handshakes, and trophies going around everywhere. Yeah. John says, "I will make this the same in Alaska." <laughs> yes, <laughs> except the trophies won't quite be as cool because, man, Dave, those trophies were amazing for 40k. Just, just ask Forge World to mint you out a few. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> hey, all you have to do. You never know until you ask. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they wore a bow tie for me at GW. They might, they might make you a trophy. So, it won't be probably as big. Like, hey know. man, remember that four hundred person tourney that you made trophies for? Well, I have like a thirty two person GT. <laughs> it won't cost September. as much. We'll pay shipping. <laughs> no, I won't. Come on now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about we get like a China cast version of one of the trophies? No, no. Oh, <laughs> yo yo, Mark. Yeah. It right, dissolves upon uh, UV get, rays. Can you get cancer from touching it? <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, yeah. The 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 trophies that were handed out at um, oh. at LVO were specifically cast by Forge World, painted mm-hmm. by Games Workshop. They were sweet severed hands carrying chain swords for forty mm-hmm. yeah. k. And uh, hands holding warhammers for for Age of Sigmar, and, and they were amazing. Mm. Uh, what, what were they yeah. handed out for, Dave? 
they were to represent the best um uh what's the word i'm looking for faction best, it's not codex best faction, in faction very yeah. much. Mm-hmm. best of faction for the players at the lvo itself not for the itc but at the lvo which they had a separate trophies for best of factions for itc for the year long they okay. had those uh little crystal ones that uh um the guys from Frontline Gaming brought, but the trophies those themselves that Forge World made were for the LVO only, like an event exclusive. Yeah, that was a buttload of trophies. I yeah. think what was it like sixty or something odd trophies? Uh, it, well, then that was combined between the the big LVO Forty sure. K tournament and the the end of the the Frontline ITC season. Um, yes, and it seemed like a lot of guys got one for both. Like if you, you got right. the best of the season, then a lot of the times, but not always. Like right. you got the. Uh, one for the well, well, what LVO told me is I should have just entered the GT with uh, Inquisition primary uh, and then went 0 and 6, <laughs> and I still would have went best in faction because no one went with primary yeah, Inquisition. <laughs> there was two missing, uh, yeah. But you know what's uh, what's interesting is that uh, you were right that sometimes a lot of guys won them both for the year and for the trophies, yeah. But um, not too long on Facebook afterwards, I saw that. I can't remember who it was, but they compiled a bunch of information about who attends tournaments. Oh, okay. Oh, I and, saw that uh, post, yeah. Did you see that one? Was there yeah, like a little at- asterisk that says like Dave Singer does not? It, it was on the competitive. <laughs> like, He's in his garage. <laughs> I think it was on the competitive 40K site, and I think it was mainly to be negative, to be honest, was the, the benefit. or the. If it's a post I'm thinking about, oh, Dave, I'm sorry, continue talking there, and I'll, I'll make sure it's what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's uh, negative. I think let, let's just use facts like anyone else uses, and we'll twist them to what we want it to say. <laughs> so, you know, the vast majority of people that are registered in the ITC only play in one tournament, according to this little chart. Huh. And um, there's only like less than 10% play in four or more tournaments. Wow. So when you're looking at uh, the people that win these trophies for the whole year, a lot of people out there, I think, they go to like one tournament and they have a good time, but I don't think they see themselves as potential champions. But I don't, I don't know if they realize that if, if they just go to some of these tournaments, you know, you, you can get two regionals, two GTs, and one major to get all five of your maximum points, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you just go, you just you don't know what's going to happen. There's not that many people competing at the Uber level. And uh, it, it's it's got to be worth a try. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am thinking about, man, I'm going to try to hit my yeah. five this year. Yeah, because it's fun. It's You know, it, you were saying uh, how you had so much fun at the friendly and the narrative and all that kind of good stuff. Playing in the competitive, I think it's just as fun. You know, sometimes mm. it's maybe a little more stressful. It seemed like it's it, pretty intense, but... Yeah. I, you know, I guess if you're drinking even, while you're doing it, or, yeah. or maybe doing a lot of coke, it should be fine. You know, once you lose one, <laughs> then it's like, oh man, it's just like taking it easy. You're on the downhill slope from there. But uh, <laughs> so, it, it, it's so, just fun to go and play against armies you never get to play against, oh, yeah. and to meet people you you never get to meet unless you get out of your garage and go out to these places. And like when I played at the BAO for the first time last year in 2016, I played against a Dark Eldar player which I'd never played against, right? Yeah. And uh, it was just fun. It's, it's a great time. So this year I'm going to try to go for all five. I'm going to see if I can hit it. So you're going to try to do the, the uh, LVO? Uh, yeah, I got to say, Dave, who who commentates the commentator? Oh, I don't know if I'll uh, yeah. do the LVO itself. Because there's like 
two or three majors, I think, in California. So I don't even have to leave the state to hit. So I, I got a proposal for you, uh, Dave. Uh, you and I started uh, I'm married. Uh, well, in Australia, it's legal. So, uh, it, it, what if we start an LLC that is the uh, David Singer LLC, um, and you and I represent the David Singer, um, the, the Godhead of David Singer? And so, like, you'd play half the games at first. I'd play the uh, second half of the games, and then we also commentate. So we swap out, and we'll get matching bow ties. And uh, well, that's the only fedora. way to make it fair because yeah. you can you can lower his win percentage. <laughs> Well, don't forget, I, I play in the garage on average. I don't know if I win. That uh, at the BAO, I think I only won. I won two, tied one, and lost three. But oh, okay. you know, like I say, I I had a great time. I'm, I ain't playing about nothing. It's it's worth it. I think just to have more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go out and yeah. do some of these things. Not not necessarily to win, but. Just to go out fun. Honestly, it was like I think the award ceremony was kind of inspiring. I think just like having you know, like, you know, awards for every faction was kind of cool. Like there was you know, like increased chance of like uh, walking away with something. But also um, the wooden spoon that they had there was the coolest fucking oh, wooden yeah. spoon award <laughs> I've ever that seen. I wouldn't use, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a wooden bolter. Somebody milled a wooden like to scale. The 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 Reese very nicely pointed out. That was uh, presented to last place. That was signed by everyone who is better than you, <laughs> who had beaten them. Yeah, <laughs> who had beaten them. Oh, oh man, aspirations. You, you guys are are moderately smart. Do you know? Oh, the- fuck you. <laughs> sure, I'm going to accept that compliment and not swear at you. <laughs> no, he takes it back. Uh, do you know where where the concept of the wooden spoon comes from? Do you know what the history of the wooden, the wooden product representing last place? Where does that come from? No, where does it come no, from? No, it's. Do you know? No, I, I actually don't. I just, I was inspired to ask you right now. I don't even have notes written down for it. It's yeah, I, I, I don't know, but uh, it, it's a fantastic. It, it looked great. It, it yeah. looks fantastic. Um, sadly, the guy wasn't there to accept it. I think, like I said, Ted. Ted said the the award ceremony was was really super cool. Uh, you know, like everything that the frontline does and that you guys do over there production wise looked amazing all, all weekend and in general and in general as well. Um, but I think my favorite thing from the award ceremony wasn't necessarily that the handing out of awards or, or kind of the recognition to to a good job to a long hard season for players. It, it was your guys. I'm guessing director or whatever her name is, um, Jeff silently oh. yelling at Reese to pull the players more into frame oh. because that girl was so animated with her irritated oh, right. movements. I was like, oh, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, uh, Mariana is awesome, but, you know, she's – we're at a amateur environment, and they are trying to be pro, oh. right? It's, it's something that you can control so easy when you're down in the studio down there for them in San Diego, but – here we are. You got all these uh, crazy madcap uh, 40K players. They're, it's like trying to herd cats, right? So <laughs> she's trying to make this pro beautiful podcast that, or uh, video cast that everyone can watch and enjoy. And yeah, they weren't listening to her too good. It was pretty entertaining, <laughs> I have to admit. Yeah, what was entertaining was it was it was because Reese was being polite and he kept on stepping forward to shake people's hands. 
but then he would kind of completely move forward. So every now and then he just kind of kept slowly kind of crab walking off frame there. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And then the people coming up were off frame as well because he would meet them at a point where they're like half out of the frame. Uh, Mariana, she struggled <laughs> a lot. It was a long weekend for her. Let me tell you, she was really, that little IT crew that run that Twitch cast are probably some of the hardest working people there that whole weekend. They, they get there even, you know, like at seven in the morning and they start test running everything and they're, uh, they're getting ice for the computers. They're, they're, it's like oh. a third world product back there trying to make everything last all weekend long, but they do great work, hard work of folks. Wow. That's nuts. So you were telling me about that earlier that your computers were overheating and had to get ice. Is that right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's normal, right? Cause they're, not in my house. You probably need. Oh, well, <laughs> well for, it's Alaska. He has some very intensive Google searches. <laughs> yeah, seriously, all the porn at once. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, a Mac MacBook was running it all weekend, and oh. then in the last game, in the ninth game, mm-hmm. right, the championship match, it took a dump and uh, oh. just totally fried and overheated. Damn. <laughs> oh, oh, the stress levels on the players was nothing compared to the stress levels of that IT crew, IT crew just, they're scrambling to try to figure out how to relay cameras, get one to work. And it, oh, it was, it was hard work. Those people, they earned some time off. Let me tell you. And I think it's almost worse that it happened during the last game. Oh yeah, of course. course. I mean, uh, Frontline had for the LVO, they had the front page of Twitch, both Saturday and Sunday. So like a ton of people had no idea what 40K was wow. saw because it it's on the front page right okay. so they're like they're basically introducing the hobby uh-huh. to thousands and thousands of people that go to twitch to watch video games right mm-hmm. and so they're like well, you know what is this it's on the front page and and then here we had a, a critical fail <laughs> oh cool so uh your interview of me was on the front page of twitch Oh, no, yeah, they, yeah. Whoa! They, they they went off then. That's how you were allowed on. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do a server reboot and go, go, and go. All right, because I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember, uh, Ted, awesome. you, you came up to me and you're like, "Hey, man, Dave can get us on now. Can you go?" And I'm like, like uh, "Right now." I'm like, "I'm getting my dick stomped right now." <laughs> it's, just, it's very friendly though, so just go. I had to pay for this dick stopping. It's amazing. <laughs> it was an autistic midget. Quite frankly, that sounded like a good time. <laughs> oh man! So sometimes you'd have to pay extra for that, but no. <laughs> shoes or shoes or not. <laughs> Brian was very firm but gentle with me, uh, very slowly explaining how his Nurgle formation fucked over my entire army that needed to be in close range. He's from Portland, uh, and then then I wasted an entire turn trying to shoot a Nurgle demon prince with a two up oh. save instead of killing all the other units <laughs> oh. live and learn mm-hmm. live and learn but yeah i think that's what 40k is all about exactly and i think next year i'm going to go gt for for that because mm-hmm. uh, i think we're, we're definitely gonna, we're definitely going to go back and uh, it's time for a different experience so i have an idea for that i'm okay. brainstorming this is it like... a riptide wing because that's where i'm going right now <laughs> no i'm actually gonna go the <laughs> entire opposite i'm thinking like my primary faction is gonna be legion of the damned backed up by scouts Okay. Dude, I, I should have that like wooden spoon within that turn. I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> I can wipe out your scouts turn one, and then your Legion of the Damned won't come in. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, here's the deal, though. I the wooden bolter, like, let's say I'm going to get the wooden bolter. Let's say you go into the LVO, 
And that's my plan because I want to hang that thing on my wall of shame and pride. Oh, so oh, you're trying to undo my <laughs> incompetence. Huh? So, so you just show up and you're like, here's my 1850 list. It's a five-man scout squad. Oh. You know, I, I think it's wrong. <laughs> I think it's going to be harder than you think because it's Swiss yeah. pairings, right? Which means as the tournament goes on, you get paired up with the people who are doing approximately as good as you. And I guarantee you on game number six, when you're the bottom feeder on table 200, the guy across from you wants that wood bolter just as bad. <laughs> well, I, so, I kind so of, honest, by uh, pairing three, it's going to be Dave and I against each other? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Five-man scout versus five-man scout. And I kind of honestly with wanna, shotguns. <laughs> I kind of honestly want to see that game of 40K where it's just <laughs> yes. two guys with purposely bad armies trying to lose. <laughs> And the guy's like, hey, you know, that objective's wide open. Don't bait me, son. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get no mouse from point. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> Stay away. Hey, hey, man, you realize those guns are twin links, right? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, they're only firing a single shot because they're conserving ammo. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a Monty Python sketch for nerds. Nerdier nerds. <laughs> Oh, you know what? That that actually would be pretty funny. We should try to Facebook Live that next. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I want like Reese to like personally walk up and ask me like, "You actually paid eighty bucks for this?" <laughs> really? No, I, I think there would be more laughter in his voice. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but man, to be honest, okay, so you pay like eighty hundred dollars to get into that GT <laughs> plus the flight plus the yes that that handcrafted wooden bolter. I guarantee would be more than the oh. price of the ticket. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, I'm excited about this. Dude, that that wood bolter is priceless. I mean, let's oh, face it; those are those are things that uh, you can't replace. You know, that's, so, so, that's so, all that. Because well, didn't they say that, like Frankie's uncle or somebody had made it? Like it, it was handmade by the family, La yeah. Familia. <laughs> Back in the old country of San Diego, <laughs> the San Diego Mafia had <laughs> <It> wooden bolters. <laughs> well, they were suited all weekend, which was That's very right. impressive. For, yeah. for well, I guess you guys don't consider it heat, but I was very, very warm all weekend, being that it was in the fifties, and I had three people ask me why, where my jacket was, and I'm like, it's the fifties. We're, we're good. Aww. We're good. But no, so LVO, overall, fin- fantastic experience all around. Mm. Um, I- I'm definitely going back next year. I'm definitely not staying in the casino. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it was very expensive. I, I heard... You should have stayed in our ghetto condo. Uh, yeah, I think hot. I think we might get a ghetto house with a ghetto pool. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been nice. Did you take pictures inside of there? I mean, oh, I think uh, I have, I Mob Rules would have loved to see that beautiful oh, sleeping I love it. It was like, what was it, like one quarter of the walls were covered in mirror and three quarters of it were covered in... Uh, uh, wallpaper and i think like each light sock everything the door was covered in light paper and they matched up the the, um, uh, the, the wallpaper just right so that like the and it was like i think it was like wallpaper of uh, birch leaf birch branches and stuff and so it matched up like all the utilities covers like it matched everything i think they would like drug people and leave them there and they couldn't <laughs> escape i think that was the entire goal they, they didn't even lock the door it's like uh you had to detect secret door roll to find secret door just to get out <laughs> Find secret door to find the light switch. Oh, perception roll one. Oh, failed. Because yeah, that was it was horrendous. Did you did you get photos of that there, Ted? I didn't. I wish. Okay, well then we're gonna have to just use our words, and you're gonna have to believe us. It's like if you wallpapered an entire room and it looked like the door was a part of the wall. Yeah. So I mean, it's like having a hidden room without wanting it to be hidden, and then unable to leave the house. And I think the the curtains were the same uh, pattern as exactly the the same pattern. 
And you like the when there was like a um a plug in on the mirrored walls, they had like mirrored plug in covers. <laughs> oh, that was classy. <laughs> it was I say in my hotel room, uh, when you said in poop, there was a full length mirror, like ceiling to oh, floor wow. or floor to ceiling on your right hand side, and then right in front of you as well, so you could oh. you know be ashamed. <laughs> it's almost like pooping with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> Can you pass me the roll? Uh, but no oh. mini fridge. Yeah. It's be sad. But no mini fridge. We 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 went to there was this like little pizza place we went to and like hey you want a takeout box mm. we're like yeah okay oh and street drinking my my new favorite thing it was oh, it was amazing bonkers. it was well because I asked for a to go box for my pizza and then they're like anything was like can I get a to go box for my beer I'm like ha 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 here's a red solo cup oh shit okay <laughs> all right let's keep going uh, yeah, you yeah. thought you were making a joke but you were wrong uh, I really <laughs> thought I was yeah no it was well bizarre. there there are advantages though to staying in the casino it is nice to be that close to the convention hall and everything else. You just needed to have more roommates to split the cost a little bit. Uh, I had three. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. But that shit was There expensive. was four of you in one room? Oh, no, wait, no, there was three of us in one room. Oh, okay. See, okay. I think so the condo two was, roommates. Yeah. Yeah, the condo, I think we got it for like 350 for a week and a half or something like that. Yeah. So, oh. so, so I hear stuff ridiculous. like that, and I'm like, yeah, I don't have enough roommates to make the hotel <laughs> worthwhile. <laughs> there was some guys like down the uh, about two or three doors down, and there's probably like five of them in a room. So they were going hella cheap. Yeah. So yeah, we like walked by afterwards, and they were like yelling into the courtyard, "Warhammer!" Woo! <laughs> Wait, was that the condo or the hotel? The condo. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I know. Like, if only the homeless people around there knew how much the Warhammer stuff went for on eBay. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, I know where I'm robbing tonight. They'd be cracked. They, they weren't getting to those bars. All of your windows were locked up and covered by bars. Yeah, we were, it was quadruple. The doors were quadruple locked. Yeah. Literally and it had, like, locked. a security door in front of it, too. Yes. I, I almost think that they weren't trying to keep people out, but maybe there was like a werewolf or something that oh, lived inside yeah. that they were trying to keep in. It's that it's that person that they would initiate in the room, you know? Like really it makes perfect sense. Okay, a werewolf is colorblind, okay. so he's going to have a hard time finding the right door. Sure. I don't know why you know that already. <laughs> I, I can't that tell. That statement alone is making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So, and then if he smashes the windows, he kind of gets past the the mm. inch thick iron bars surrounding yeah. the windows. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's it, pretty hardcore. Are you saying that because dogs are colorblind? You're assuming a werewolf's a canine product? Yeah, you know, stereotyping yeah. racism. You know, it's just anti. Well, is it? Well, are male- werewolves a race? Uh, yeah, yeah. Isn't it a medical condition? Uh, lycanthropy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it depends if you're going off the Twilight Werewolf or if you're going off the traditional Werewolf. <laughs> well, or, or the Strip Club Werewolf, the Autistic Werewolf. The, the Autistic <laughs> Werewolf. <laughs> the Werewolf Midget. They're the people an- too. Little ankle biter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I will say, okay. So, so, so back. Dave's about to put this in her place. What the heck? So, 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 so back to LVO. I, I will say, walking around the hall okay. and kind of checking everything out, mm-hmm. every table looked fantastic, which for. Okay. Like a 400-person GT, a uh, 40-person friendly, uh-huh. a 70-person 30K, uh, I think 60, 70 people for Age of Sigmar as well to have every table mm-hmm. with appropriate, well-painted terrain was, was a huge achievement. And, of course, fat mats everywhere because, yeah. you know, that, that's order of their day. Um, but but the, the whole thing looked really good. And, and I think they sold a ton of terrain off of just kind of how the tables looked. Yeah. Well, I think that was well, part of it. Go ahead. Uh, the, the mats were available, too. I think yeah. a lot of the mats, because uh, 
you guys know uh, Frontline Gaming and um, Table War uh, dissolved their partnership this year. So yeah. those fat mats were like on, on sale too. Like if you went up and you oh. said, hey, I want mat number 48 from Table 48, you could put a bid on it and then yeah. uh, just buy it and then take uh, it home. And they were like together. 45 bucks yeah, too. I'm still waiting on a call for mine to tell me it's ready to pick up. Oh, uh, <laughs> Pick up? Yeah. Good. So you still have to ship it? Yeah. Well, the, the, what was supposed to happen? Was they were supposed to give you a call when they were done clearing the terrain off of it, and you would go pick it up. Uh huh. But I just didn't get a call, and I, uh. I was busy with canceled flights, so I didn't follow up. Oh. So I sent an email today, but yeah, okay. so but still forty bucks for a five months a great deal. And now the train was for sale too, right? Is, is that right? Uh, I don't right. think so. Oh, okay. Uh, well, the train was for that... sale. I'm just making yeah. They're selling most train, but um, <laughs> you could come pr- on red train. You could purchase the unassembled, unfinished uh, okay. terrain. I, I did almost buy a couple of the billboards. Oh, I didn't see the. Oh, the billboards. Yeah, those are dope. Yeah, and this is pretty dope. And you know, something else I really appreciated is, is like there's a very kind of a unique frontline feel with it, with the banners and signage everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, something I didn't even really think about until the weekend is they have a very unique kind of visual style with mm-hmm. with their 40k art. Um, yeah, and, and it looked I'm really sure. really good, uh, and it really kind of. It, the, it helped you find where you were going, especially because I mean they had events over three rooms, um, you know, and it was just like dozens and dozens of things going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful kind of way to, to, to kind of separate everything out. I don't know who does that art, but it's it's very you know the cartooniness of it I, I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, I don't know either. And and they're still making new stuff. They're still working with the same artists. Like this year, they. They put Pathfinder uh, banners up, you know, because they had Pathfinder there for the first time this year mm. uh, and stuff like that. And so, yeah, the, the same artist is still definitely working for them. And, yeah, it does have a very unique, uh, edgy, but uh, also cartoony look to it. It's it's fun. One thing I have to ask here, and I would kind of be remiss not to ask, where did Elvis come from? Or Marine Elvis come from? <laughs> well, that was the primary trophy. That's that's the winner oh, of the oh, LVO, the the four hundred person forty k tournament. Got to their name engraved on a statue of a space marine holding a guitar with an Elvis head. Uh-huh. And I'm talking like Bubba Hotep Elvis style. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, I think it's just because it's Vegas, but um, I, I I don't know. I've never asked Reese Frankie that directly. Uh, that's a great question. I think it's just because it's in Vegas and. And there is mm. nothing more Vegas, or at least there was at the time, than Elvis, right? Hmm. Uh, I think even more than Wayne Newton or Celine Dion, if you think Vegas, 70s Vegas. You, you oh, definitely, okay. Definitely Elvis. Think of the Rat Pack. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so, all four of those guys could put on the trophy, so they just had to choose one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the, the Donnie and Marie trophies next year. Uh, <laughs> Sister of Battle and a... And a space marine uh, that'd be great yeah it'd be awesome yeah. so dave why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself i mean you said you were a garage player mainly kind of yeah. what w- what do you play and, and all that other kind of fun stuff you know i'm one of those guys I, I love having all kinds of different stuff i love playing something different all the time so i do play uh space marines that's what i started with yeah. when we all when the eight guys that i played in the garage with we all chose just a different army and we didn't know anything about 40K. We just rolled over from playing Dungeons & Dragons. And we started playing 40K. And we just all chose one. I chose Space Marines. But um, I've been working lately on a Nurgle Death Guard uh, army. 
And I've really been enjoying that, especially since the new uh, Trader Legion stuff came out. Mm. I'm all excited. I started before it came out, so I'm not just a bandwagon hopper, unlike some people. <laughs> uh, wow. Like that jerk Great Brian nice from the that, Friendly yeah. Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, body blow, body blow. But, uh, <laughs> no, so I, 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 I'm slowly crossing over to Chaos Space Marines. I think we're looking at the year uh, that Chaos Space Marines can – compete with fun maybe not always top table but definitely have a fun competitive army and so i'm crossing over right now to csm and then uh with nurgle demons as like an ally just because i have been collecting them and painting them over the last year and i think they're a fun aesthetic i think they look cool they're fun to paint uh and it all kind of fits together are you gonna you know bring them I mean? to the gt for for vegas yeah no but i'll probably take them to a Bay Area Open this no. year. Oh, okay. All right. Painted up, definitely ready to go. So I you're gotta... still contending for the wooden bolter then? All right. <laughs> yeah. No Damn it. I'm going to play these guys, but I'm not going to use any of the rules. I'm just going to use straight CSM, uh, no formations. It'll be CADs. So, so there, there's my 1850 uh, Eldar list for next year. It's yeah. going to be... Obliterator. It's uh, nothing but Obliterator. An Autark, uh, six 10-man squads of Guardians. <laughs> that's it and then nothing but striking scorpions and oh. howling banshees on foot wow i know yeah and no my... yeah just for fun yeah no hard. no my luck gonna be like oh man this is so anti-meta it works yeah. <laughs> we can't contend with all these harlequins and i want you to put them in reserve but not outflank <laughs> walk in from your table edge and try to run them all the way across the board. Oh, and get to the end. I, I got to tell you that 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 FAQ to the reserve rules is why I went uh, started playing Eldar mainly, not Tyranids. Because when Tyranids, I there's a formation called uh, Sporefield, mm-hmm. uh, where if you it's basically a bunch of all the, the the shady little spores. But when they die or they blow up, they go back into reserve, and you can put them back on the table, and they keep going all back right. on like a four up. But then they they made a rule uh, where then the FAQ. They said that it goes back onto ongoing reserve, mm-hmm. which means you can't enter from deep strike, and they enter your table edge. Oh, that's and when, ridiculous! When, for... when your spores are moving like three inches a turn, yeah. <laughs> and they don't count for scoring or anything, like oh, okay, well, I guess that's my my army list invalidated. I guess I'll just yeah. go for the new hotness. Where's my skin? well? That one formation of uh, cultists got that same treatment, right? Yeah, uh, what was that? they go into ongoing reserve and get the outflank. But you can't outflank from ongoing reserve, and they have to do the same thing, walk out from the back of the table. Uh, yeah. So you're not alone in occasionally getting the raw edge of a rule deal from GW. I mean, I play t- I play Tyranids. I have uh, at least five Hive Tyrants. So, <laughs> But, you know, now on the plus side, you can leave those spores at home and put your Riptide in. That's right. Tyranids Tyr- <laughs> with a Riptide wing. That's, oh, that's the new hotness. No, no, no. I tried that to come on Apocalypse yeah. Allies. Can you put you know, spores into a uh, transport? You're, you're, you're going to buy that, and as soon as you buy it, eighth edition will drop, and they're going to say uh, all those formations are apocalypse only. Mm. No. No. They're, oh, they're making all the pancakes with now, the Riptides. Now, now speaking of, of eighth edition, uh, gamers notoriously hate change. Uh, my lovely Fall of Katie YouTube video is now up to 32,000 <laughs> views, which is like literally insane to me. Uh, based on the fear of change. But I, I don't know what you're talking about. I still have my third edition orcs still separated into their third edition squads. One day you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Andy Chambers, please come back. <laughs> um, how do you think, I mean, 
What, what, what do you think with with eighth, eighth edition? What, what's going to happen there? Really? Like, what? I really think they're going to do what? Well, yeah. I don't know. There's there's so many things that are flavorful in 40k that would be hard to get rid of. I know people have talked to getting rid of templates, you know, mm-hmm. because it slows the games down and becomes argumentative, saying it's you know the one millimeter that base underneath the small blast template, all that kind of good stuff. Because Age of Sigmar doesn't have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know that those things add a certain flavor. I'd be surprised if they go away. Um, yeah. But let me see what, if I really thought that they were going to kibosh something, I think maybe get rid of the free stuff. Oh, like it seems like, like there's it. fewer of those lately, right? Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Like all the, all the new trader stuff came out and no free gear. Okay. Right. Maybe, maybe like a backpack or a chaos Lord jumping in with Raptors or something like that. But you have to pay for everything else. The only free thing you get is a 15-point backpack or jump pack. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's a lot different than 360 points of rhinos or something. Yeah, like your battle Jesus company. Where Christ. You, get, yeah. you, you get free yeah. transports for everyone. Or, or even that uh, ADMEC one. The grant, was it the yes. grant for All the upgrades. Where every upgrade is free mm-hmm. uh, for everything. And nothing gets hot. And I think and, they were just trying to get you to mod the most ridiculous things on your models so that when they got rid of it, like, you have to buy all new models. Either that or they bought it to the magnet market. And, oh, uh, yeah. That's it. Secretly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think they're probably looking, once again, at Age of Sigmar and the things that are working there. And, yeah. you know, I think Age of Sigmar, they don't have those kind of restrictions. You build your squad however you want. You just pay for the unit, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then you can you can trip it out or trick it out however you want to. So maybe they were just kind of flirting around with that option, um, which which wouldn't be bad. Yeah. If they said all armies, mm. you just pay the base cost and whatever upgrades you want to put into it other than artifacts are just free. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want a power fist on your sergeant, you take it. You know, uh, I think it'd be fine as long as they did it for the whole game, but I think it's tough when you just give it to one army here and one army there. That's you, you that, that is kind of interesting because I think like with a lot of their board games, they kind of have like a mechanic where you know like your heavy weapon is good, however your heavy weapon has limitations and like each heavy weapon isn't necessarily like a you know they're distinct, but there's not one that's necessarily better than the other. And I think uh-huh. with the, with uh, power weapons, it kind of did that um, a few editions ago, where you know you just bought power weapon, you didn't buy a power sword, power maul, etc. Um, and then like the abilities and the AP just kind of adjusted. Um, you know, like it was either unwieldy and it's AP two or it's AP three, and you can pair it with a, a spork. Uh, get an extra hand weapon you know like so i don't know like i I could could definitely see you know like if they had like a long reaching uh, goal and they're they're going to revamp like they did with third edition uh like they did with third edition and just like you know uh start from scratch with everything like that that would be a really neat way to go and i I could kind of see the precedent for that i don't see them going right to scratch though yeah it won't go back to scratch i think 40k right now is probably more popular than it's been what do you guys think in like the last eight years at least at least yeah i mean it's like we're seeing a a ton of new players coming into the Mm -hmm. hobby and we're seeing kind of the cost of entry coming down with things like kill team and and yeah and kind of slow builds and then the popularity of that um but but like i said i think we got to look to age of sigmar for for some of the rules there um i know the the most often talked about one is kind of the monster rules and how Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. monstrous creatures get weaker is the the more wounds they take all right which you know would be a great change to the game because yeah you have this wraith knight yeah it has six wounds or whatever it is it has if i'm going to cheat and say eight wounds mm. um it has eight wounds but it has eight wounds yeah 
No, but it has six <laughs> wounds. If it takes five las cannon shots, it uh-huh. should not be able to function the same to yeah. me as it does if it had taken none. All good, all good, all good, all good. Dead. Dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was hit so, in the shin five times. <laughs> so that, that, that begs the question then, dude. Does um, do vehicles degrade in the same way monsters do? In a way, they already do. I mean, you have immobilized, you have weapon destroyed and stuff like that, but... I, I want to yeah, see, good. I, I want to see um, <laughs> if it has legs, it's a monstrous creature. If it uh, has wheels, it's a vehicle. So like Dreadnought's monstrous creature. Yeah, I, I know. I, I really want to see vehicles change. I don't necessarily know if it's going to be like going towards monstrous creature rules or, or wounds or something like that. But it, yeah. it, it's something. In, in a world where a Wraith Knight is a monstrous creature or Gargantua's monstrous creature and uh, an Imperial Knight has front armor 13 and I can one shot it with a Malta squad. <laughs> that, you know, it's, hey, yeah. it's the same world that your um, <laughs> your cargo transport container as the same stat line as a Wraith Knight versus a... Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, those transport containers are no joke. What's the stats on that? It's like toughness 8, 3 wounds, or, or toughness 7, 3 wow. wounds. Yes. It's like I a 3-up like save. So it's like a Wraith Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. But it's crazy. It's just, it's just, what's going on there, man? Cargo. Yeah. <laughs> Got some new uniforms, some some sea rations for the guardsmen, Each and, of course, we arm it with a storm bolter in case just try to steal the rations <laughs> and you know it's kind of like kind of marrying kind of fluff with crunch here but it's kind of like you can see the enemy commander going like shoot the crates they're getting re-rolls from it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no doubt uh, blow it up uh, you know it's weird that you see something like that have a toughness value which once yeah. again are they flirting with giving everything a toughness value and taking away like the vehicle like armor stats mm-hmm. or is it just like hey let's just drop this in the puddle and see what happens I, you know I definitely see fewer and fewer. You know, like the yeah. uh, uh, the Mechanicum uh, dudes. There's like a lot of the, the the robots and stuff that are getting toughness values. And yeah. I mean, uh, back in the day, I, I, would, I, I can't remember how they operated before. Did they have toughness values in Rogue Trader? Actually, I think yeah. they might have. Okay, yeah. never mind. Redact what I just said. Everything I said. <laughs> you, I wasn't but, even on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> you edit it, man. It's, <laughs> <laughs> you <right>. redact. <laughs> Future Ted, redact all my comments. <laughs> so yeah, I could definitely see. Um, that some of the vehicle stuff gets paired away a little bit so that you don't spend 250 points on a land raider that gets one shotted round. Yeah. I could, I could definitely see something like that happen. I, I can also see kind of the internet backlash of the passive aggressive. Oh, so I guess my land raider is a guy now. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, but all you have to do is first of all, if you add that degrading thing, right? Like uh first one you take, you know, no, no effect. Second, or a whole point, I say, whatever you want to call it. Second one is, you know, roll for a random weapon. Third one is maybe your toughness dropped by one. And then the fourth one, it's wrecked, but it, it always blows up because that's funner. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it, well, you get scattered by guts from a Wraith Knight or tracks from a Land Raider. I think that'd be fun no matter what. I yeah. would miss the explode mechanic. You know you know what I miss though? With this you pull in from something. like 5th edition fantasy, I think it was. I remember, oh, was it 4th edition fantasy? It was yes. the one with the Bretonians and the Lizardmen on the cover. Uh, I don't remember. I think they had a template in there, which was a fallen down giant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Just oh, I want to see a wraith knight on his ass, and that's uh-huh. the template. <laughs> and then when you kill a wraith knight, it falls down in his ass and squishes whoever's be behind good. it. That'd be cool. Well, you know, Imperial knights do it already, so why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but they scatter like twelve was inches it... over their own guys. <laughs> well, wasn't it last edition where you had to, or is it this edition where you're supposed to put down like a, a crater when something blows up, or? Uh, I think that's last. Yeah, okay. uh, I'm sorry. Forge your narrative. Uh, discuss yeah. it with your opponent before the game. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I, I can definitely see that. You know, we talked about it on the uh, Lost podcast. Um, but I would love to see a limit on independent characters in units. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I, I would love to see one independent character per unit, and independent characters cannot join with each other. Because hmm. right now, I think what we're seeing is kind of similar to kind of um, in 6th edition when you had kind of the, the buff manders. Like where you'd oh. have like a single Tau commander who would join a single Riptide and, and hand out buffs to that. Yeah. Whereas right now, what you're having, and especially for Armies of the Imperium, is you're going to have a unit where I'm going to take this special character here and put it mm. in the unit and give it this. And I'm going to take this special character here and give it to the unit so I can get this. Yeah. And then it kind of just... I, I think I, I think someone said in, in the episode that, that we lost. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it was many, pretty profound. I, I don't say. think many people would complain if that that kind of rule went in. In fact, I yeah. would be interested in in, in having frontline maybe broach uh-huh. a thing there. But then the rumor is that they're going to be working on allies. What do you mean? We're working on allies at uh, frontline. Frontlines yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, I think I, I read. About John? I, yeah. I think I read on the internet, so obviously it must be true that there might be changes to the ally chart coming. Oh, huh. From four. Well, hopefully, if there is, it's for orcs and tyranids. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they're battle brothers with uh, necrons. <laughs> <laughs> well, that if you want to speak to that, I think that is probably something we'll definitely see if and when eighth edition drops is like a reorganization of like the Imperial faction and the Astartes faction and the Xenos faction where your, your uh, huh. allies list is, you know, blurred a little bit. It makes it easier to mix and match those armies. Cause I, I think the reason why 40 K is so popular right now is cause you can mix and match three to four armies all the time yeah. and get interplay and, you know, do all that kind of synergy and stuff like that, except for some of those bottom tier guys that got left out, like Tyranids and Orcs. And yeah. and uh, I can definitely see them making making it possible for those guys to come back in with some allies. I did. Um, huh. I think it's it's the way the Gathering Storm books are going as well. Uh, we're seeing yeah. those kind of shift in factions. Like I, I can see the Imperium kind of split in two coming up here with with the stuff happening from from McCrick. What what kind of split you thinking? Well, you know, spoilers. If if you haven't seen the spoilers all over the internet, um, <laughs> Have I was going to say Marnie's Calgar. No, uh, Rowboat Girly Man is back okay. and he's alive. And so you have someone who's been dead for almost ten thousand years uh-huh. waking up to an Imperium, which is essentially what Lorgar said the Imperium should be. Everyone worshiping so- the Emperor as a god. He's a corpse on the throne. Mm. He might not like that. So oh, chaos is winning. I don't know if anyone knows that. Or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And chaos is winning. Um, so my question is: is what Prince Charming gave uh, Robot Gulliman the kiss? Uh, I believe it was uh, Xenos technology. So <laughs> I'm guessing the, uh, the it wasn't a true love kiss that brought him back from his eternal sleep. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing it was a freaky uh, Inyad girl with the long flowing dress that needs a freaking bike stand to to, to fit on. 
All right, I'd be in on that. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Corsets and and uh, call armor. Yeah. So I noticed you guys were painting up some new miniatures, right? Of oh, the new John, Pirate? John has. Yes, I, I have. I, I was painting to the past couple of days. There, I decided. I mean, we meme him, and people kind of, you know, respectfully kind of turn what Duncan from Games Workshop says into memes, and haha, then you're painting it. But I'd never actually done one of his tutorials, kind of step by step. Who did you? And I, I did my, my the avatar that I posted up on our Facebook page and on my Twitter. Looks dope. Um, looks dope. It looks really, really good. But that is literally. I, I kind of looked at that. and I was like, wow, John can paint. It was like literally <laughs> just following step by step everything Duncan did in a 20 minute video and just pausing in between oh, okay. the steps. Oh. Um, so it's fantastic, and especially because like that that avatar mm-hmm. putting that together, like. At the start of the video, is like, oh, I fully assemble the model first. And I'm like, okay. So I started, I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking awful. Why did I assemble all this first? <laughs> <laughs> These soul freaking storms. Like, I have one, uh, one piece where I was dry brushing it, and it's attached by two very tiny pieces, and I broke it off twice. I'm going to pick up your model yeah, and yeah, not go, break go, it. Go pick up my model and not break it. Um, but yeah, so it's literally just following kind of that technique, and it's it's fantastic. Um hmm. So yeah, I can't recommend Duncan enough for for that there. So Thanks, you're Duncan. saying the professional GW painter who they put up a video of almost every day knows what he's doing? I know it's crazy, right? Bananas. Huh. I, I actually sent him a tweet and I said, "Thank you, man." It was like you talked me off the cliff because uh, I saw that model and then I assembled it and I'm like, "Shit, I can't do this. This thing is crazy insane." Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, no problems." He was like, "It's harder to put together than to paint." And Wait, so he actually talked right back to you? He tweeted me back and said no word or thank you or, or something like that. Hmm. Still, he acknowledged your existence. Oh, I know. You I guys know. are going steady now. I'm based, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second base. Yeah, so 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 he replied to me on Twitter when I said thank you, so you can say it's kind of serious right now. <laughs> yeah, huh? But yeah, so... so you going to wear his Letterman jacket? So, so next, I'm patiently waiting for him to post his next tutorial for another member oh, no. of the... the, the, yeah. the triumvirate <laughs> so how do you how do you pronounce that i don't know i don't know if it's a new faction but the the new eldar kind of is it yanari it's inari the the Ys are pronounced as eyes hmm. thank you all so, right so, so are the inari separate from all the other eldar and dark eldar and harlequins sort of um they are a collection of eldar and dark eldar and harlequins who kind of have left their craft worlds in Kamara and, and plays so, behind. They're basically uh, a Xenos grouping of all the different factions of Eldar that play together nicely together. They're, they're the Death Watch of the Eldar. So, so you know in, in um, Fall of Cadia, they, they had the Castellans of the Imperium kind of force organization yeah. chart where, where you right. could pick units from all the different... Uh, you have one of those in the new book for Eldar. Um, mm. And you can essentially kind of pick and choose different characters. The only difference is the only um, Lords of War you can take are the Avatar of mm. Ned and the uh, regular Wraith Knight. Uh, but yeah, it's, so it's, it's kind of a collection who, who are kind of worshipping Ned together. And they have some like really awesome rules. Um, I'm still kind of on the fence about them, though. Mm. Uh, for, for Elder... It definitely sounds like they're already putting together these larger multi-faction books. Oh, right? yeah. 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 Yeah, kind of like similar to uh, End Times. I don't know. I, I <laughs> yeah. hate to say that. Uh, but yeah, as every book seems to have kind of like a multi-faction uh, bent to it or kind of like a coming together of races. Uh, we were talking about it today, actually, and it was funny because the old Avatar, the Avatar of Cain, can kick uh, the Avatar of Enid's ass. Huh. 
Huh. In the fluff or? In the game. Oh, okay. the, it cannot wound the avatar. Really? Why is that? Because the Enid's... Melt the, the flame sword? The, the avatar of Enid's sword has the uh, soul blaze special rule. And the avatar of Kane is immune to soul blaze. Wow. Oh. So, First of all, anyone that uses soul blaze... Uh, <laughs> OP. It's already a garbage rule. I mean, let's face it. In hand-to-hand combat in 40k, it's designed, it should only last one round, right? If you've already gone into two rounds, somebody in that combat failed. Right, <laughs> your berserker strip didn't make it all the way in, or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. You uh, rolled seventy five ones. If you're locked in combat, still. yeah. I kind of look at it like the uh, the blankets that uh, uh, Christopher Columbus left. Wrapped in smallpox. <laughs> like, we failed, but our blankets will win. There's no evidence of that. <laughs> all right, uh, sorry. Yeah. That he allegedly Don't left. Your lies on the internet. <laughs> alternative facts. <laughs> oh, God, no, I will kick you. Oh, God, I hate it so much. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, I just wanted you guys to know why I was waiting for you to Skype uh, me right now. Okay. I was reading uh, The Last Son of Dorn. Oh. I and, I am about fifty pages into that. What's, what's okay. That? Which number is that? Ten. Ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wow. All right. I gotta say my my favorite part of that so far is there's like a tech marine and they describe his servo harness of just like independently like smashing an orc skull against a bulkhead. Oh. And that made me very happy. Hmm. Yes, tech marines are very Doc Octopus in uh. <laughs> in his... <coughs> But yeah, it's, so it's fantastic. And we will get back to our Beast Arises. Yeah. Uh, we need to finish 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Uh, I think we're two months behind that. So, so yay us. <laughs> At least. Uh, that's, we, <laughs> we also need to read Shadow Sword. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have Gab Thorpe back on yeah. here soon to do a book review with us yeah. of uh, Shadow oh, yeah. Sword. Yeah. Uh, by proxy, I kind of want to read Baneblade as well because Baneblade was the first book in the mm-hmm. series. and. Yeah, I don't know if it, it's a carryover. Yeah, so, I haven't looked into it, but if it continues on, or yeah, not, I don't know. I it's, mean, it's pretty good. I got about the third, first third into it, and uh, I, it's it's one of those great like li- day in the life kind of books. So that's cool. Day in the life of a Baneblade. Yeah, you know. <laughs> is is it so told dead, from the perspective uh, of a machine spirit? No, it's it. <laughs> see, the the Baneblade. It's yes, actually, yes, oh, it okay. is. Yeah. It uh, delivers. So, I'm sorry, Dave. Dave, I cut you off. Yeah. You had a question for Ted. Uh, no, no, I was gonna, I was gonna bounce. I was gonna say, uh. John is already committed to OVO yeah. next year. Uh-huh. Ted? Yeah, yeah. By then, I, I'll have money again. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the Legion of the Dam Army will, will arise. <laughs> Can't you guys just hop on like a salmon ship coming back? Oh, that, yeah. You know, Dave, <laughs> I don't, think I, they I, salmon this I, I don't know if you know this, but I am actually an immigrant to this country, and they uh, don't take kindly to people stowing away on vessels to get to America, the lower 48 <laughs> in who America. Who said stowing? I mean, can't you, like, repair nets while you travel south, you know? And I uh, would much rather use my airline miles <laughs> than <laughs> repair nets. Wow. All right, everybody, you hear that? Pro yeah. tip, start using your credit cards now. Make sure you pay them off at the end of the month. Build up your airline miles and return to LVO. And, yeah. and you could donate your airline miles to you, the Mob Rules crew. If you also you link your uh, utilities to your airline miles account, then some also give you airline miles for that oh, as well. Shit. I yeah. haven't thought about that. Yeah. Oh, this internet we're using right now, all airline miles, baby. Wow. I know. See, uh, my house Bam. is uh, electric heat, and so I think they said like the annual bill is like $6,000. That's a fuck ton of airline miles. Simple. Just yeah. don't use heat. 
<laughs> Get the yak in here. Cuddle the yak. So, 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 Dave. All the parasites. Back, back, yeah. back to the LVO talk, real quick here, and then we'll let you get going. Um, what was kind of the the highlights of your weekend here? Like I said, you you had kind of a unique experience. You got to see all the kind of the top competitive games, but you also kind of wander around the hall there. So, what were kind of like your your what what would be your highlight reel for Las Vegas Open 2017? Miniature wargaming, not darts. Hmm. Let me let me take that in for a second. <laughs> well, uh, hands down, I think uh, the the last two games I got to shoutcast on Sunday, they're they're just fascinating. I love watching that high level play. Everyone's so nervous, right? Um, but respectful. Uh, I I really like watching that high level play. It's it's exciting. If if you guys don't watch it on Twitch, if you're listening to this and you don't watch uh, Sunday on Twitch because it's Super Bowl or whatever, you know, watch it when they rebroadcast. I don't know if they'll have the same vibe, but um, those guys are they're they're under the pressure. You know, you think about it, you just competed with 400 people, and now it's mano a mano against another ridiculously tough army. And just being in the room, you, you pick up that tension. It's like it's like going to a, a pro sporting event live versus watching it on TV. You know what I mean? It's just that that intensity of the... But you're the only crowd member there. It's just you. Mm. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, yes, yeah, so that I love that. Um, I also loved... Uh, actually, what was it? Was it Thursday night when they had the uh, uh, propane... Or not the propane, but the uh, Army's out for judging. Oh, Chris Rush thing? Or is that something different? No, it's for the for the actual GT, I oh. think. They, they judged yeah. the armies on Thursday okay. night. Yeah, you can come and have a display board laid out, and you put your name down there, and then the judges come around and, and judge the armies. And, and I love that, too, because yeah. I'm not a great painter, but I, I like to hand paint all my own stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought that was worth getting there that night before and taking a walk through and taking a picture of those armies because they're just, they're just beautiful. They're, there's such a high level of skill out there and uh, it's really neat and then of course um let's see vegas baby <laughs> you know i had a <laughs> sunday night i was all by myself and i just went and i had a steak at that steak restaurant oh, in valley yeah. i just wanted to get a little quiet time in my life you know what i mean uh-huh. and i went and had that steak and then i went and had a few drinks at the the bar next to it and they had like a live band it was playing uh, blues and jazz and i tell you if you're not happy in vegas you're doing something wrong there's something there for everybody you don't have to gamble you don't have to go to the strip clubs there's entertainment and excitement all over the place you just got to find what makes you happy i think the, the best place i found was the elevator banks at the bali's uh choking out a falcons <laughs> fan who <laughs> was trying some there's shit the, with a patriots fan the fisticuff incident that you guys got into uh yeah, uh, See, yeah. excitement so, so, for everybody yeah so there was there, <laughs> there was a small fight between two sets of drunken football fans that nerds <laughs> ran in and broke up yeah uh yeah That's and nice. then i couldn't get to my hotel room because <laughs> there was two football fans laying bleeding on the floor yelling profanities at each other yeah thanks a lot i had to use the service elevators because you <laughs> hey man at least you're, i tried at man. least your staff and could use a service elevator i had to use the other elevator to go all the way up to the 20th floor <laughs> cross across and then go back down to 12 that's oh. hilarious yeah. you know i really wish somebody would have videotaped the the nerds breaking up the oh. uh, that would have been awesome that you mean been, the nerds who were like twice the size as the football oh, man. people 
That was crazy. Oh. Although uh, the, it was like four to one. So. Yeah. Uh, our, uh, one of the guys we went down with got kicked out of the food court. Which is probably like the only person past pubescence <laughs> uh, kicked out of a food court. Oh, no. He Western got kicked Road. out of MGM first. Oh, and shit. then he went to the food court to watch Super Bowl. And then he pushed a guy over a table. So he got kicked out of the food court. Although that guy deserved it. Yeah. First of all, let me also point out that in <laughs> Vegas, there's some leeway in Vegas. All right. Like most places, you knock a guy over the table, you might go down to the Hooskow for an hour or two. You know what yeah. I mean? But in Vegas, like, oh, nothing's broken. All right. You you leave. Don't come back for at least four hours. <laughs> they actually sent him to the casino at the same building and specifically told him to go to the casino. <laughs> go spend money, Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> He's obviously lit. We got more security upstairs. Just go and spend. Have a good time. I was pretty impressed with like how quickly the uh, the medical responder uh, responded to that. Uh, what well, you mean? The elevator. Five minutes later, after we were yelling and screaming and pounding on doors to get security, <laughs> still he it's said pretty the good. Medical responder, John. No, oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. The security was after that. They're like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. There's a real fight. <laughs> They're about to Send go the medic. They saw the Alaskan. Uh... Enforcers down there, and they're like, "Oh, we don't need to go. Alaska's on it." It's all right. They wrestle polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they break into our igloos, Ted. When they break into our igloos, after we're done date raping. Um. Anyway, so anyway, yeah, I would yeah. say uh, I had a great time. This my second year at, at the LVO, and uh, I think this year was even cooler than the first time I went, just because yeah. there's so many more things to look at, so many more armies out there, and, and I. I know Reese and I know Frankie, and they'll they'll try to go just as big next year. And uh, I talked to the guys from GW, and they're they're almost on they're on a circuit right now. They're planning, I think, to go to Adepticon. Yeah, um, I'm not sure where else they're going to go, but they're going to go to a couple events here in uh, the states mm-hmm. and do a little tour. And I I think they're already planning to come back to LBO next year. So uh, that's it's it's pretty neat, you know, if you get a chance to talk to people from. That, that, and that's another great thing, right? I've met people from Alaska. You guys are awesome. And uh, I enjoyed meeting you guys. It's very true. I, I, I love meeting people from around the world. And it's it's just a lot of fun. It's yeah. a good time. Well, we'll be back down. I'll be back down with a wife escort next year. Oh, really? She's Not in an escort sure. that's a wife, but with my wife. <laughs> uh, she, okay. she wants to come down this year, too, uh, now that I've kind uh, of like seen the place out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's safe for her. Yeah, you'll allow yeah, there, her. There's, well, there's kind of like she she was worried she didn't want to go down because there was like, so what am I going to do while you're playing all day? But now I'm going to be like, well, there's a whole hall to walk around and there's casinos and there was a whole Facebook group that was just for the wives of the LVO. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Dave's wife, the other Dave, um, his wife was part of that, and so she hung out with uh, I think Reese's sisters and yeah, Reese's uh, sister runs that. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. There was oh, like a couple of I've let her know Alvio widows. Uh, yeah, they they had uh, pictures from their <laughs> events, and it was like I think they had more fun than we did. Like <laughs> they were up in the high roller and like all this other stuff. I'm like wow, nice. It's, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, there's there's always something to do. The, the question is, is is she going to actually spend like four times as much as you because she's not uh, tied down to the table for nine hours a day? Oh, she's not seeing the Forge World table. No way, you can spend four <laughs> times as much as me. I can keep pace. I forgot about Forge World. Yeah. <laughs> Tighten me, sir. Tighten me. Tighten me. <laughs> okay, Dave. Well, thank you for your time tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no problem. For, it. For, good, for the second time. Uh, good to talk to you again. We'd definitely love to have you back on before next year as well. Uh, and kind of just kind of shoot the shit some more. Um, pardon well, my French. Well, I got French. some plans. We'll see if they come to fruition. Oh, we'll man. Is he coming to Battlezone Ursa? Oh, man. Yeah. You come to Alaska? 
We'll see. I might, I might be trying to uh, do some news coverage for the ITC. We'll see what oh, happens. We're, we're working hard right now to get something set up, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, man. Cool. Well, I can't wait to tell you all about my Battles on Ursa event and the camera setup we're going to have for our top table because I'm going to copy oh. you guys in GW because, <laughs> man, those rigs are good. Oh, dude, I, I have to say, uh, I love the GW Zuma cameras. The rotating Zuma cameras are just, they're awesome. I mean, the folks at Frontline, the cameras are very high depth. You can really see pretty good with them. But as far as a shoutcaster, I would love to be able to sit there off to the side and zoom in on stuff. I, mm, ooh, yeah. Mariana, if you can hear me now. Yeah. Christmas wish list. If she, Mariana, if you can hear him now. Please mention our podcast to people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I uh, took Ted on the Twitch. I can't do that any was more than that. Awesome. No, no, that was real good of you, man. I, I, I think like uh, our other buddy Dave has been trying to uh, take credit for our download numbers, but yeah, between that, the Twitch, I think the Twitch. Oh my gosh, yeah. you said you had like what two thousand some odd people uh, watching it at one point. Uh, I think they got up to over three. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's great. So anytime you guys are twitching. Uh, <laughs> no, no literally. That would be rude. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All so right. we're going to take a quick break. Ah, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then we'll go wrap it up. Dave, thank you for joining us. And we will yeah. talk to you soon. Oh, yeah, guys. Take care. It's good to talk to you, Dave. See you. All right. Bye. Bye. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. And uh, thank you, David. Uh, that was uh, rad. That, that was good. That was super cool. Really good guy. Tolerating us all these yeah, recordings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good guy. I look forward to having him back on in the future. You know, I, I think he's uh, pretty much our other other than Phil. He's now our uh, biggest returning guest. Yes, and he's only been on one episode. <laughs> Technically, only one. Actually, like three. Uh, um, but yeah, so thank you for David for taking time mm-hmm. out um, and kind of coming back and talk to us assholes yeah. uh, about stuff. That was dope. Um, lots of good conversation. Lots of fun. Check out Frontline Gaming on twitch uh, i can't wait to uh to run up against his wooden spoon army i'm really excited about I'm, like I'm him and i competing for actually super tempted to just go and, and compete for last place you think so yeah dude challenge 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 who, who can do worse yeah all right what are you gonna take i, I will literally i would do- go with inquisition that way you get at least a default uh, i would prize. literally just take a 15 point inquisitor in my yeah. 1850 army oh no come on you gotta actually you, you gotta actually the, fill it out yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so i guess there's gonna be grand rules for it yeah, so yeah, yeah you gotta fill out your 1850 uh-huh. army uh, so I'm going to do 1850 Legion of the Damned. No, that's what I'm doing. 
<laughs> I told auto, you that already. Auto That's lose not turn fair. One. That's not fair. You oh, can't. fine. I'm going to do 1850 of Inquisition and Valkyries. Okay. <laughs> Without a sky shield. No, you're going <laughs> to... God damn it. <laughs> we both draw. That's not fair. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Well, yeah. So, so thank you all for listening in. Yeah. Like I said, uh, we would rather bring you quality product late. <laughs> oh, oh not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we will be back. When are we coming back to that? Are we going to be back next uh, week? We can get shit. back on that two-week schedule? It's, yeah, I don't know. We've got like a week and a half or something. Because I'll, I'll drop this on Tuesday. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. So oh, we yeah. should return to our regularly scheduled programming. Yes. Uh, so so uh-huh. I, I don't know when that oh, is. Oh, man. Then we've got to look at the uh, schedule because... I think Adepticon might. I don't know. We'll see. I, 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 I think honestly, one. what Did we're gonna do that? for Adepticon uh-huh. is uh, we're gonna oh. Skype right. you in. What is Adepticon? Which which week is that? I think it's March seventeenth. Oh, 15th. by the way, um, I looked up Wooden Spoon. Oh yeah. Well, oh was. yeah. What, what what is Wooden Spoon? Uh, it, it's not as exciting as you'd think. It was actually. I think it was a canely inserted into yeah. the loser. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was not originally called the Wooden Spoon. It was the Wooden Dorcas. Uh, and it was, <laughs> was it literally no, no, okay. it was not. I was like Jesus Christ that's amazing <laughs> wow that was really on par <laughs> um, yeah I think it was just like I think it was the University of Cambridge uh, had I think in the, it, there was like a math uh triathlon or whatever uh and the the person who got i think like the lowest test scores or something like that during that got the wooden spoon and this dates back to 1875 and it oh. just like it it stuck with eventually went into sporting and then you know uh we are literally whatever. having a wooden spoon nurse as well it's not a cool is it real it's not a cool painted bolter it'll yeah. probably literally just be a wooden spoon oh okay yeah well that's still cool yeah Probably a little less price support, sorry mm-hmm. guys. More trophies. I'm going to spend right. more on trophies this year because trophies are rad, rad as shit. Yeah, let's let's talk about that because I think I was going to try and make a, a tro actually make a tro like a, a medals uh, last year, huh. and then um, I started doing everything else. But uh, you that'd do, be kind of fun. Yeah, you it's do like, have like art ADD. Sometimes. Oh god, <laughs> as well as everything else. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll promise you things, and you'll not take me up on it, and yeah. be smart about it. And yeah, that's what we do. I'll disappoint, but you won't really because you'll have not taken me up on it. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's but what we do. My head, thank you all. Oh, that's so sad. Long. That's a sad way to end <laughs> it. Um, so yeah, we'll, all right. we'll, we'll, we'll be back next episode. Yeah. Um, I'm stoked to talk about maybe some Inari Yeldar. Oh yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably change your mind before then, though. Okay. Uh, but yeah, gathering storms are gathering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we're gonna we're gonna stay up to date on this one, and we're not gonna fall four months behind like Vista Rises, which huh. is still coming. Huh. <laughs> okay maybe <laughs> but, um, but yeah so yeah thanks for listening and and yeah. you know so for my bros i've been john hey i'm ted still and you know we're uh, i was new catchphrase. yeah we're what? just gonna uh, <gasps> ooh, ooh, i forgot it, about what it, it is it was really it was really good when we did it in vegas thank you nate oh um our, yeah thank you nate but uh, for mob rules our property might be intellectual but we're not oh that's so good smooth yeah that's a tattoo on my nipple bye bye This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at the mob at tophat arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.